Reporter Kelsey Ray here with the Colorado Independent. Welcome back to the Indie Weekly Podcast. A major vote on health care is expected in the Senate early next week, but Senate Republicans still aren't sure what it is they'll be voting on. The Republican proposal to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act, called the Better Care Reconciliation Act, is almost certainly short on the votes it needs to pass. A proposal to repeal and not replace Obamacare likely won't fare much better. Republicans still don't have a clear plan moving forward. Confusion is gripping the Senate, and nobody seems to know for sure what's going on. Luckily for us, today we have guest Mike Litwin, a longtime political columnist and overall good bet for making sense of things in times of chaos. Thanks for being here, Mike. I'm, I'm doing chaos today, all day. <laughs> all day, every day. Strong spice droughts. Uh, who knows what's going to happen next? Is it fair to say you thrive in times of chaos? <laughs> That's what a columnist does. <laughs> um, I should point out that Mike came to Denver last weekend to be uh, a guest at our fundraiser dance party. And he was billed as the, quote, worst dancer in the world. And uh, Mike, i got to say, I was a little disappointed. He didn't quite live up to that. <laughs> what do you think? Third worst? <laughs> yeah, you know, well, certainly. You, yeah, <laughs> they weren't. They weren't all wrong. I will say that. <laughs> all right. So, um, healthcare. Yes. We're now seven years into the Republican promise to repeal Obamacare, and it's been six months of debate in Congress over what comes next. Um, as far as I understand it, we've got two bills that we're talking about here, or two options, either repeal and replace or repeal and delay. Can you walk me through what what we're dealing with here? Well, we've actually got more than that. We've got, we've got repeal, just no repeal and delay. So repeal and delay means they'll repeal it tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday, whenever they're going to vote. And then they would um, they would say that they have to say two years in order to fix it. Now they've had seven years to do something and they haven't completed it yet, so I'm not very confident they can do it in two years or another seven years. And I don't think that bill will pass. Yeah, I'm positive that bill won't pass. We've got repeal and replace. We've got repeal and replace with the Ted Cruz amendments. We've got repeal and replace with the original Senate bill. We've got we've got at least four options. I wrote the other day the Republicans had no replacements for Obamacare, but now they have four, at least four. And, of course, none of them are workable. That's the problem. The Ted Cruz amendment is so bad and so um, complicated that the CBO can't even score it because nobody has any idea what it would do. Here's here a nutshell. He would say, yes, the Obamacare essential health care benefits stay in place, but the insurance companies can offer a different kind of health care that doesn't have any kind of benefits in place. Do you see any possibility of any of these bills passing? We've got four Republicans who have balked against the uh, original Senate plan um, with with these tweaks and with the Cruz Amendment. Is there is that likely to change? Is that likely to satisfy those would be defectors? Well, there's there's two things there's two things that take into consideration. One is the question whether when it comes 
comes down to it, when it comes down to a final vote, the conservatives, the Rand Pauls and the Mike Lees, the conservatives vote to keep Obamacare. I mean, that's the question that uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is asking them. Are you really ready to vote to keep the bill that you call the worst thing in America and keep Obamacare? On the other hand, the other hand, Senate moderates, of which there are about five or six, and uh, are traditionally, they're traditionally caved when it comes down to the final vote. They're against something, they're against something, they're against something. But when it comes down to the final vote, they say, okay, we don't like the bill, but we don't like Obamacare either. So we'll stick with you. My guess is, you know, with the with the illness to John McCain, if he's not in Washington, that leaves Republicans with fifty one votes. Susan Collins the only true moderate Republican, in, in, from my estimation, will probably vote against. So that means they, if that's true, they can't afford to lose anybody else in their caucus, and that's a pretty tough, it's a pretty tough go. Although when it came down to 60 votes, and uh, which Democrats needed to pass Obamacare, they got all 60. So. It's possible, but it's, I think it's a heavy, heavy lift. And you have a president right now who is extremely distracted, which makes the possibility of uh, Obamacare repeal passing. If he's, not, if he's not really into it himself, then I don't think it could happen. Do you see it as him being distracted, or is this an intentional... Let's distract the public from this issue as a way no, to. No, I you don't, don't think, think so? so. I think you know. I mean, it's one of the things that happened in that fifty-minute interview with the New York Times was that Trump showed his complete lack of understanding of the bills that he's trying to get passed, and there was <laughs> he talked about a twenty-one-year-old getting health insurance for twelve dollars a year. $12 a year, you know, and um, presumably he's confusing that with life insurance, one of those cheapo policies you see on, on uh, you know, late night TV. If you can, you know, sign up for this insurance for, for a dollar, you know, for a dollar a month for the first, you know, year or something. Perhaps on the, on the kind of channels that Donald Trump himself watches? Yes, I believe on Fox News, although I can't say that I'm a consistent enough watcher to um, <laughs> to know what all the commercials are on that network. But, yeah, so, I mean, there's... But he wants Obamacare repeal passed because that's one of his big issues. He has, like, three big issues that he's trying to get done this year, and so far he's accomplished none, so... Yeah, he wants the victory, but I don't think he cares about the policy. And I do think now he is distracted. He he is distracted by the um, as the as the Mueller probe gets uh, closer to home, and they're talking now about um, you know about 
looking into his, uh, his income tax returns, which, you know, which is now the, it's the holy grail for, for those of us who've been waiting for, uh, ever since he, uh, was nominated to release those returns. But I think he would do almost anything not to have them made, uh, public. So, yeah, I think that's much more in his mind than what happens now with Obamacare. Sure. Um, Mike, I did want to note I appreciated in your column when you said the debate was always more about Obama than it was about Obamacare. Yeah. I thought that was an important point. President Trump tweeted recently uh, a request to, quote, start fresh, uh, repeal Obamacare, and then just see what happens, saying even Dems would get on board to figure out a replacement. What are the dangers of repealing without a plan to replace? Well, you know, if uh, if Republicans would just put the repeal uh, bill aside, and now, I mean, I don't think it would have happened much earlier, but today they would say, okay, we're putting this aside. We understand that the problem, the big problem with Obamacare right now is that in some markets, particularly in rural communities, there's not much choice. In, in a few, there's no there's no public insurance available, or no insurance available in the exchanges. That's very few, but there are a lot where there's not any competition. So if you wanted to fix that, it is fixable. And there are a number of ways in which you could do that. So the question is, do Republicans want to be, um, <laughs> you know, part of the solution? My guess is they don't. But if they do, then I'm sure Democrats would take that as a victory. So, you know, too much of this, we're talking about, we're talking about CBO scores of of between 22 million and 32 million people losing their insurance. To me, once you add those numbers out there, there's no conversation anymore. There, there, nobody, nobody wants, can possibly want to see 22 million to 32 million people lose their health care coverage. Not a Democrat, not a Republican. Nobody wants to see that happen. So once you have those numbers out there, it should be the end of the conversation. But this is now about winning and losing. I don't think Democrats would come forward unless they feel they can get a win. And I don't think that Republicans will want to give Democrats a win. So I think it will be very tough, be very tough to get anything passed. But there are a few. There are a few Republican moderates. Lamar Alexander uh, has said that that he wants to do something, and you know, I don't know. Maybe they can get it through the Senate. It's very unlikely for me to get it through the House. Before we close out here, Mike, I want to talk about your uh, favorite Colorado senator, Senator Cory Gardner. Yes. Uh, he's remained pretty silent on these health care proposals so far, and you wrote Tuesday in your column that. If the repeal and replace bill is truly dead, he'll be able to get away with never talking about it. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I'm willing to talk about it. I'd love to talk to him about it, but he doesn't return my phone call. His <laughs> office won't even return my phone call. Um, Corey Gardner's main hope is that this never comes to a vote. 
but he's in serious jeopardy on this because Mitch McConnell keeps saying that they're going to have a vote next week. So if they do have a vote, which so far they haven't even said, as you pointed out earlier, what they would vote for. They want to have first would be a motion to proceed. I think Gardner could get away with voting for a motion to proceed. But, you know, without discussing whether he'd vote for the bill or not, I think he'd say, we want to see what bill comes forward. But if a bill actually comes forward, he's going to have to vote on a bill that either, one, makes angry Republican leadership, of which he's now a small part and wants to be a much larger part, or he's going to make angry a majority of voters in Colorado. The majority of people now are actually in favor of Obamacare and will be opposed to any kind of bill that the CBO scores is leaving 20 million people without health care coverage, and any kind of bill that takes $770 billion away from Medicaid. Medicaid doesn't just cover poor people. It covers people in nursing homes. It covers people who are disabled. So, yeah, we, you know, you could, Republicans could talk all they want about hammocks and people who are not working hard enough, able-bodied people. Most of the people covered by Medicaid are, one, working, or two, disabled, or, in, or children, or in nursing homes. This is, you know, a majority of Coloradans are not going to be in favor of anyone who votes for a bill that robs people of this money. So he's stuck. He's got to hope there's no vote. That's the best he can hope for. There's no way he can win with a vote. Stuck between a rock and a hard place. He is. He's between a mountain and a hard place. You better stay on the eastern plains where there's no mountain. <laughs> well, Mike, I look forward to reading your columns on this next week. I'm so looking forward to next week we have. We'll have health care votes. We're probably going to have Don Jr. and Manafort testifying in public about about the Russia probe and their meeting with, uh, with the Russian lawyer. And it's going to be another exciting time in Trump world. Well, thanks. Thanks again for chatting, Mike. My pleasure. You can read all of Mike's columns as well as coverage across the state of Colorado at coloradoindependent.com. We're a nonprofit newsroom, so as always, if you're inclined, feel free to give us a tax-deductible donation, coloradoindependent.com slash donate. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.